Hello and welcome back. And we are continuing in our Revelation expectations. This time we are moving on to chapter 9. We just uh, finished in chapter 8 with four of the seven angels that had the trumpets and the angel that warned us that there were three more woes that were coming. So we have three angels that we're going to cover uh, the last three with the trumpets. So let's talk about those woes. And verse 1, and it says, And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven to the earth, and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. And who did we discuss that was Apostle Charles. Well, we looked at the fact that Jesus said, I saw Satan uh, uh, fall from heaven uh, like lightning. So it could be referencing to the devil himself who was given something to do, uh, which we'll see there in the second verse. And that's from Luke chapter 10, verse 18, referencing Satan and Isaiah 14 and 12. So we do believe that this is Satan that is being referred to and he is uh, given the key of the bottomless pit. And what is that bottomless pit? Or Well, as we get to that bottomless pit, it's called the abyss by some, mm-hmm. and where there are demons, and we'll read about that. But here's what blows my mind. It is a woe that the devil is in the earth and has been even given a key to unlock this bottomless pit mm-hmm. to bring out that first selection of the first woe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, verse two, and he opened the bottomless pit and there arose a smoke out of the pit as the smoke of a great furnace and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. So this is really horrible. What is coming out of this, this pit, uh, smoke and like a great furnace and the sun and the air are darkened uh, because of the smoke. And we just read where it was already a third of the a sun and a third of the moon and a, the third of the light in the earth was already dark. Right. And yeah. so it's still even more darkness. But this d- is more like, darker. This is the darkness of uh, an abyss, the darkness of hell. Hell itself. Yeah. Okay. You want to read verse three? And there came out of the smoke that came out of this abyss, locusts upon the earth and unto them to the locust that is, was given power as the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded to them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth. In other words, the last two thirds, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only people, those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. And we said the seal was given to the 144,000. Is yes. that what that's referencing? Yeah, it's not only the seal of the 144,000, but... I believe that there may have been people who got saved during those first four uh, trumpet sounds. Yes, because the the salvation is still available Mm -hmm. during this great tribulation period. Um, But those people, as we will talk more about that mark and those who take the mark, but we we will learn that those who do not take the mark of the beast will end up being being, uh, martyred or killed for that. But the opportunity to be saved is still going on even in the great Tribulation. Uh, tribulation and this first woe. I mean, this first woe. Not, but it's, <laughs> but it's the sixth trumpet being sounded. Is that right? 
No, no, no. Trumpet number five. Yes. These are the last, the last three Three, trumpets. Five, six, and seven. Yes. The last three Trump, the last three trumpets. And so uh, they they were commanded that they shouldn't hurt the grass. So they had their commands, even though they were coming from the abyss, they still had their orders. God still was not going to allow them to um, hurt the grass, the green thing. Even God still has control, wow. even in the midst of the enemy wow. and all the power that he tries to exert. In other words, they are what's a third of the earth has already been destroyed. And God is saying, all right, that's the limitation for right for now. For right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So verse five, and to them, it was given that they should not kill them. And the refer- re- referencing back to verse four, mm-hmm. re- referencing back to verse four says those people who do not have the seal in their forehead. No, they're not supposed to kill them yet. Right. What it says, but what's going to happen is they should be tormented. They should be tormented five months. A period of time. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion when he strikes a man. Okay. Now, neither of us have ever been struck by a scorpion, but I imagine. No, I wouldn't want to be. It's deadly. Yeah. It's deadly. Make you sick and so forth and so on. Paralyzes you or whatever. Do some research on that. But notice that he said that they would be tormented, not killed. But tarmin it for five months. Now, in my heart, I see the five months as being a grace period. In other words, a grace period for you to repent. Now, I believe that some of these who are going to be tormented will turn to God after you get your torment. I'll say it like that. You've been turned over to, to the devil long enough. I believe that some people are going to turn to God, especially because the 144,000 are still there preaching God's word. But we also know as we continue in these uh, chapters that there will be men who will be tormented and they will curse they God. They still will curse God. Okay, and looking at verse six, it says, and in those days shall men seek death. Because of the torment. And mm. shall not find it. Yeah. And shall desire to die and mm. death shall flee from them. They're going to be tormented these five months and they're going to want to die, but they won't be able to die. Nope. They, death itself will flee from them. <laughs> that is something. And the shapes of the locusts. Now, here's how they were identified that John saw. He said, and the shapes of the locusts that were loosed out of this abyss or bottomless pit, their shape were like unto horses prepared unto battle. And on their heads were, as it were, crowns like gold. And their faces were as the faces of men. And they had hair as the hair of women. And their teeth were as the teeth of lions. And they had on breastplates as it were breastplates of iron. You cannot stop them. You can't kill them. You can't destroy them. And the sound of their wings as the sound of chariots and of many horses running to battle. They had tails like unto scorpions, which we've seen there, the torment. And there were stings in their tails. And their power was to hurt men five months. It's repeated again. God, when you see something repeated twice, you better pay attention. And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in Hebrew tongue is Abaddon. But in the Greek tongue hath his name Apollyon. So this description, these were some ugly locusts. I mean, seriously ugly. How about demons? Ugly demons. Yeah, well, actually, they were demonic. They were demonic spirits. They, yeah. This was not a, this was not a locust, a little locust like you see out, you know, in, in, flying, the, around, in flying around like a grasshopper. Right. These were demonic spirits that were equipped to torment people, and they and they were horrible looking. Yeah. I mean, just go back and read it if you can even 
imagine what this looks like. We can also refer to, remember when Jesus cast the uh, demons out of the man in Gadara, who, who, who was uh, living in the tombs, among the tombs and things like that, when the demons were inside the man and said, we are legions, and then they begged Jesus not to um, cast them into the abyss. Go back and look at your scripture. It said, don't cast us into the abyss. Let me paraphrase it a little bit. We don't want to go down there. We're devils and demons, but we don't want to go down there among those devils and demons because they're worse than us. Mm -hmm. And so can you only imagine demons afraid of demons? And you and I dare not be afraid of the judgment of God and what's happening and what's going to happen. Amen. And um, this Abaddon and Apollyon, mm -hmm. the angel of the bottomless pit, this is also a reference to Satan. Yes, is it is. Correct? Yeah, because okay. they, yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. All right. And well, verse 11, and they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit. And we've already described that. So mm -hmm. they had a ruler too. Yeah. And verse 12, one woe is passed and behold, there come two, two more, two more woes. So let's go. We're going past the locust now. Let's talk about the other two woes. Verse 13. And the sixth angel. Now this is the sixth angel with this trumpet. He sounded his trumpet and I heard, this is John speaking, I heard a voice from the four horns of the altar. The altar had four horns to hold down the sacrifices on each side, square, if you would. And I heard uh, four, uh, a voice from the altar, the horns, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel, who's gonna, which had the trumpet, loose the angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates. Now imagine that altar talking, a voice coming out of the altar of God speaking and giving a command to angel number six. Okay. So what's going to happen now? Um, saying to the sixth angel that they are to loose the four angels, which are bound in the great river Euphrates. And notice it said the, the, the four horns speaking to the sixth angel to loose the four angels, which are bound in the great river Euphrates. Okay. So verse 15, and the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of men. They had a specific assignment and that assignment, that assignment was for a specific time down to the hour, the day, the month and the year. Now we have another third part of men being slain. Yeah, it would be, I would glad, guess to say the second third. Here we have almost 66% of mankind uh, being destroyed after having experienced torment for five months. Verse 16, and the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000,000, and I heard the number of them. So then there were four angels who were loose out of Euphrates, but they come with an army. It's not just the four, but the four come with an army, an uh, army of horsemen. Now, these not that they didn't call them angels, but it said uh, an army of, of the horsemen were 200,000 thousand. What is it? 200 million? Yes. Mm -hmm. and, and then he said, I heard the number of them. So it was about what appears to be 200 million. And thus, John goes on to say, I saw the horses in the vision and then that sat the, the 200 million that sat on them having breastplate breastplates of fire and of jacinth and brimstone and the heads of the horses were as heads of lions and out of their mouths issued fire, smoke and brimstone. Good God Almighty. 
So, Apostle Charles, what about this jacinth stone that these, um, was it the horsemen had? 200 million. Yes, of jacinth. What was that, what was that stone? Well, in the second woe, which included the 200 million horsemen that came out of the Euphrates, that stone was really was for priest, holy priest, not demonic priest. And so just like the devil is always trying to pretend to be holy or God, he's a deceiver. And these were deceivers. They deceived men uh, to join forces with them, I believe. And this might be part of the Armageddon uh, event. I'm not sure yet, but it could be. And verse 18 says, by these three was the third part of men killed by the fire and by the smoke and by the brimstone, which, which issued out of their mouths. So the three refers to fire, smoke, and brimstone by these three things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. by, this is what's going to kill uh, a third, another third part of mankind in the earth. And we went on verse 19, we, we discovered that this fire and brimstone mm. is not just going to come from their the mouths. Mouth. Verse uh-huh. 19 says, for their power is in their mouth. And in their tails, for their tails were like unto serpents snakes, and had heads. The tails had heads mm-hmm. and with them, they do hurt. Mm. So this destruction was coming from these horses, from their mouths and from their tails. But it says here from the tails with them, they do hurt. It didn't say that they get killed because of the tails. It says they do hurt. They do hurt. They do harm. They do um, torment, if you would. Mm. But they don't kill. But they don't. It doesn't say that they kill. Can you imagine that being tormented? And this is a torment. Continuum. The locust was five months. Yeah. But but it sounds like there's torment here as well. Mm -hmm. And verse 20 says, and the rest of the men which were not killed. Ah, so it does. So they are killed. Well, a third is killed from the mouth. But out of the tail, it hurt. And then it says, and the rest of the men which were not killed, which who were hurt, no doubt, by these plagues, yet repented not. Oh, my God. All of that going on. See all that? And hear they all did that? not repent of the works of their hands, that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood, which neither can see nor hear nor walk. So it's saying here in verse 20 that those people, those men who were not killed, did not repent of the things that they had done. And the things that they had done meant that they uh, were worshiping devils and they were worshiping idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood, which things neither could see nor hear nor walk. Yeah. So they're they're worshiping everything except the God, the, the God who created them. Yeah. So it makes us stop and think, you know, what are our idols? I think that mm. um, anything, anything but God. Yeah. We, what what are our idols? Perhaps we're not in the great tribulation right now, mm. but as we live today, as we are supposed to be worshiping God. Do we have idols? Are we not setting aside things when God speaks to us and tells us to set them aside? Um, It's a dangerous thing to ignore God when he speaks to us because it could take our minds and change our minds into reprobate minds. And we can look at these people and say, um, that's just crazy. How could you be tormented like that 
and not want to let go of those things that, that are your idols. But what about us? Yeah. You know, we suffer. We hurt. It says here that this very ones who were, were not killed were the ones who were hurt in the 19th verse there. They were hurt. They were hurt, but they were not killed and they still wouldn't repent. And some of us, we're hurting and we're not repenting. And but it's not the hurt that's coming out of the uh, the, the, the serpent's tail end heads, the heads at the, the end. But my God. Don't we have enough? Don't we have enough pain already? Isn't it time for us to repent? Isn't it time for us to turn to God with our whole heart and stop making everything else first in our life instead of God first? Mm-hmm. God's first commandment was, uh, "Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and Him only shalt thou serve." You will. Or, he told the devil he's going to serve God. Mm-hmm. In verse twenty-one, our last verse says, "Neither repented they of their murders." nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. And I think we've probably, wow. you know, gone into that. But, but these people were being tormented and they, they still wouldn't repent of what they were doing. It says a lot to us today. Um, you know, we can pray for people and we can, you know, let the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit has to do the work. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not us. We, we are not going to change people's minds because and this is like a perfect example of that for those of us who think that somehow we are going to change people. It takes the Holy Spirit to convict someone of uh, of their sin mm-hmm. and of their uh, of their sin, murder, yeah. it, all of those things. And, and, and the 21st verse refers to the Ten Commandments again about fornication and sorcery and witchcraft and all that foolish stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, that concludes chapter nine. And just as a quick review, the first woe is covered in chapter nine, verses one through 11. And that would be the fifth trumpet. And it also is the description of those locusts, those demonic locusts that we discussed. That came out of the abyss. Came out of the abyss. After the star was came down and unlocked the place. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And then the second woe is chapter 9, verses 12 through 21, and that would be the sixth trumpet and the four angels that loose the 200,000 horsemen. 200 million, maybe. 200 million, I'm sorry, 200 million horsemen. And when are we going to discuss the third woe? Well, the third woe won't be observed until chapter 11 of all. I mean, this is going to be a little bit of work here that we will discuss and see before we see the third woe. And what is, I think, uh, is really frightful about the third woe is the devil himself. Okay. And that will be the seventh trumpet. That will be the seventh trumpet, third woe. Okay. So next time, join us. We'll be going to chapter 10 next. So thank you for joining us today. Better get saved if you're not. Have a great rest of your day, the rest of your life. Jesus is Lord. If you want to contact us or comment on this podcast, please visit our website at cgmissions.com forward slash podcast, where all episodes are available by category and series format. You may also view these episodes on our YouTube channel, the symbol at CG Missions, Inc. or INC. This is Apostle Charles. Until next time, God bless you. Charles George Missions is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Donations are tax deductible. Donations may be made through our website, cgmissions.com.